Revelation chapter 17. We are nearing the end here of the New Testament devotionals, reading through the Bible, through the New Testament in the year 2021. This is a uh, heavily metaphorical chapter, uh, but it is definitely not without heavy meaning here in what's going on in this chapter. So in chapter 17, let's dive into it. Begin with the prostitute or the harlot. And uh, at, when you first read this chapter, you, you're probably confused. You have no idea what's going on. Um, John is talking to this angel. The angel with one of the seven bulls comes up and speaks to him and talks to him about uh, this, this harlot. And so you guys should have already read this chapter. And what, the, uh, what this woman is, she represents the world religion of the time in in these end times here um and how this has like kind of captured and taken uh the world uh by the reins it's just this is this is what it is what it represents and so there's a reference here um it says on her forehead was written a name a mystery babylon the great the mother of prostitutes and of the detestable things of the earth and so that this is written on our forehead, and this is in the future, and I think it's good to look to the past and why uh, we look at Babylon as one of the uh, centers of false religions. I want to read for you something from Jeremiah. Um, this is chapter 44. Remember the people... Um, uh, remember the, the people have come from Babylon here. Babylon was a place where... Uh, when the Israelites were taken captive, um, the cultures started intermixing here, right? And so as people have come back, okay, Jeremiah, the lamenting prophet, okay, this is one of the times where he's speaking um, to people here in Israel, and they talk about their time back in Babylon. I'm going to start here in Jeremiah 44:15. It says this, however, all the men who knew that their wives were burning incense to other gods, all the women standing by a great assembly, and all the people who were living in the land of Egypt at Pathros answered Jeremiah, As for the word you spoke to us in the name of the Lord, we are not going to listen to you. Instead, we will do everything we promised. We will burn incense to the Queen of Heaven. And Queen of Heaven, we're, we're talking about an idol, uh, um, a false god that they, that they um, uh, got from Babylon. So uh, this is a, this is a uh, false god that they're worshiping now, even though they're back here. So they said, we're not going to do this. We're going to burn incense to the queen of heaven and offer drink offerings to her, just as we, our fathers, our kings, and our officials did uh, in Judah's cities and Jerusalem's streets. Then we had enough food. Uh, then we had enough food and were well off. We saw no disaster, but from the time we ceased to burn incense to the queen of heaven and to offer her drink offerings, we have lacked everything. And through sword and famine, we have met our end. And the woman said, when we burned incense to the queen of heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, was it apart from our husband's knowledge that we made sacrificial cakes in her image and poured out drink offerings to her? But Jeremiah responded to all the people and men, men, women, and all the people who were answering him. As for the incense you burned in Judah cities and in Jerusalem streets, you, your fathers, your kings, your officials, and the people of the land, did the Lord not remember them? 
He brought this to mind. The Lord can no longer bear your evil deeds and your detestable acts you have, co- you have uh, committed, so your land has become a waste, a desolation, and an example for cursing without inhabitant, as you see today, because you burned incense and sinned against the Lord and didn't obey the Lord and didn't follow his instruction, his statutes, and his testimonies. This disaster has come to you, as you see today. And so Jeremiah um, talks about the judgment of these people. Okay, and so talking about Babylon and why this is on uh, this woman's forehead here in Revelation. Um, remember that this Babylon here is kind of this the central uh, place to hold the idea of false gods, to hold the, the their branding is Babylon is the place that um, false worship uh, comes from. So uh, the, the queen of Babylon, whatever you want to call this, this is on her forehead here. And so that's why that's why this is on her forehead. And then people, the world, worshiping uh, this false god, false gods, whatever this world religion is, this uh, is, re- is represented by this woman in this chapter. And so the angels talking to John uh, furthermore talks about the, the plan. So there's the scheme. The Antichrist is going to come and... Um, it gets a little bit confusing here, okay? The Antichrist comes, long story short here, and um, the Antichrist deals with this world religion, basically um, destroys it, um, has a, a false resurrection, a schemed resurrection. Basically, he's going to use this to save the world from this religion, and then he's going to take their worship for himself. Okay, so in this chapter, it's very important to remember that we are creatures of worship. Um, it, it is intended for the worship of God. Sin came into the world. Now our worship, uh, we are tempted to worship other things besides God, worship things in his creation. Okay, so um, so Antichrist is going to use uh, this religion. He's going to destroy it, and he's going to take uh, the world's worship for himself. The way that he's going to do it, it's going to capture the world's attention, Um it's going to capture the, the world's interest, and he's going to use this to now uh, reign. And it, and it talks about in this chapter, his reign will be for a short time. He's going to gear up for this final big, massive battle at the end of Revelation here, or toward the end, um, that he's going to rebel against uh, the the Lamb. Okay? He talks about the Lamb as Jesus Christ, um, and we all know the end of this story, um, this big uh, battle. Um, the, the details of this battle are in chapter 19, um, which you'll have in a, a few days um, here after Christmas. But um, yeah, that's the gist of uh, Revelation 17. Um, hope that clears up a little bit of that for you. Um, and, and something really to take away from this chapter uh, is just check your check your worship, check where you spend uh, your time, what you think about doing uh, the most. Christmas time, I think, is a really um, it's a really big time for people to be um, searching for, well, to be giving their worship to things, right? Christmas time, I really want this, right? Especially kids, right? Can't wait till Christmas Day when I get to open my presents and then it comes, okay? This is all supposed to be a reminder for uh, for Jesus coming, Christmas time here. And so when we're, uh, if we spend all year worshiping something else, if we spend all year with our mind 
uh, and our heart invested in something other than Christ, just as creation, and we're not, we're not letting our hearts, we're letting our, our eyes be directed to Christ. And then come Christmas time, we can't pretend like um, our lives are all about him now. You have, you have to do some soul searching. You have to look uh, and look at your life over the past year. What have you been worshiping? Have you been worshiping Christ? Have you been worshiping God? Or have you been worshiping his creation? So uh, it's a great time to check that. Um, and then, uh, you know, Christmas Day is coming tomorrow. And when you open up those presents, when you experience that happiness from the gift that you've got, when you experience the joy and happiness from giving a gift to somebody else, be reminded that Christ has come when Christ came uh, and that he is coming again. Uh, that is it for Revelation chapter 17. Merry Christmas, guys. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.